This is Jen from Grace for Single Parents, where your parenting and God's grace collide. Welcome back to Grace for Single Parents. I'm here today with Dana Hagstrom. She's going to talk to us about our routines and how we can make God a priority, even while in our busy seasons of life. How are you doing today, Dana? Doing great, Jen. Thanks for having me. Would you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm um, a pastor's wife, and we retired to Mexico, the country, actually, in 2016, and have been on a different journey, serving and having a ministry of other sorts, um, on an entrepreneurial journey, and at the same time, listening for God's voice. How does he want to use us? Where he's put us, he's obviously led us to a new, a new place. And so I've been um, writing a devotional blog every day, which I absolutely love. And then my husband and I are, are working on publishing um, a devotional series for busy people. And that's been like, I feel totally in alignment with exactly what God has made me to be. Mm. So here we are living in paradise and um, serving God in a different way than I ever imagined. That's really cool. So what led you to Mexico? Retirement, actually, you it's know, retirement. we were serving a small church in Iowa and they were having a hard time, you know, paying our salary. And it was it was painful watching that all unroll. And our kids are in four different time zones at the time. And we didn't have a home because it was provided by the church. And David came to me one night and said, honey, we're going to have to work another six or eight years here um, before we can afford to retire. Unless we move to Mexico later this year, we could do it this year. And the idea of spending more time with him and, you know, doing something a little adventuresome mm -hmm. was, I, I didn't hesitate. I said, well, let's do it. And then I kind of took a breath and I said, well, let's pray about it. <laughs> <laughs> but you see where God led us. So it was, um, it was meant to be. Wow. That's fun. So as you start to talk to us about, um, spending more time with God and in, in your book, I think devotions on the go, right? Mm -hmm. What is something that you found that's like a commonly held belief that people often think when it comes to spending time with God and his word? I think that there's not enough hours in the day, I think is what we believe. In fact, I believed it, you know, as a pastor's wife, I'm do doing all these things. And I even felt a bit like a fraud, not really spending as much time alone in the word as I wanted. Um, and so I did something about it. And now I want to help other people do something about it and take more and to be more intentional. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, what we'll be touching on a little bit more today. But I think the commonly held belief is there's just not enough time. I can't fit it all in. Mm -hmm. And I will show you how you can, you won't have to say that again. <laughs> Great. So does that start off with your plan formula you have? Is it about creating routines or is it something separate? No, that that's a great place to start. Okay. Because as I looked at um, what a perfect day looked like, you know, we all know what that might be. It might be like sleeping in or not having to do this or laying on the beach somewhere with a, a book. You know, what is your perfect day? Well, we can't have them every day, but if we could make more of them, happen. What does that look like? And so I'm a, I'm a lover 
of acronyms. And so the PLAN formula is an acronym for the word PLAN. And the P is for priority. And I always encourage people to, when they're planning their day, to look for at least three priorities that they want to accomplish that day. Um, not trying to do a whole long laundry list of things because we tend to do that or we think we have this whole big to-do list. But when we give ourselves permission to only focus on three, we'll get those three done and then we'll probably get a lot more too. But set some priorities and what are those must get done? And that will just set, oh, I'd say a bit of freedom um, for you to, to experience the day. And then the L is leisure. And I think it's important that we all plan something of leisure in each day. Instead of being go, go, go from the moment our feet hit the ground till we're crawling in bed at night, you know, so many times we're so task focused, but to plan some leisure. And what does that look like? Maybe it's a, maybe it's a bubble bath. Maybe it's sitting down for 10 minutes to read a book. Um, maybe leisure for you is, you know, is exercise actually, because it's something different. It breaks up the routine, but whatever it is, plan that into your day. Then the A stands for that. Could, I love this A word because I have different things that it could mean anything from achievement to adventure, but it's taking action on something that you want to do to be better. And that could be, um, that could be reading your Bible, actually. You could put that in there. You, you achieve reading your Bible for 10 minutes a day or five minutes a day or whatever it is. That could be taking a course. That could be um, doing something that you want to do to get better. That could be where you read your book. But something you plan each day that's making you better, a better, better version of yourself. And then the end, I love the end because I'm such a neat freak. And it's <laughs> to be, to be, find something to do that makes your environment neat. We all have chaos around us. It's going to happen, mm -hmm. right? Um, some people thrive in that. I'm not necessarily one who thrives in chaos. I, I like to have my schedule. I like to know what's coming next. I don't like a lot of surprises. However, we've, I found over time that our environment plays a huge role in our, our happiness, in our productivity, in all of that. And so if each day we figure out something we can do to neaten our environment, whether that's, oh, I'm going to tackle the junk drawer today, or I'm going to do one shelf in the closet in the hallway so things don't fall out and hit me in the head. Mm -hmm. Whatever that thing is in your environment that is just gnawing at you, we don't realize how much those things hold us back. So figure out something each day that you can do to, to neaten your environment. And that's what makes up the plan, um, planning your day, plan formula. Yeah. I was thinking while you're talking that when you get to leisure, I've heard that laying down or sitting down and watching TV is actually not very relaxing for us. Depending on what we watch, for sure. Right. And to, to get in, involved in other things, like you said, maybe a walk or something that revives your spirit instead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I'd love to hear your five hacks to supercharge our day. Well, these are probably things when I start to talk about them that you're going to say, well, that's common sense or I do that. But sometimes we just hearing them again can help. So number one is to look after yourself. And by that, I mean, you know, self-care. Are you eating right? Are you doing something to exercise? Um, are you eating right, getting the right amount of sleep? Um, all of those things play into the health of our bodies and taking care of ourselves. So just being more mindful of those things will help you supercharge your day. You'll get more energy. Number two is planning, effective planning. And I like to, uh, I'm a planner, so that's a big one for me. But goal setting, um, I've talked to people recently that I asked them, well, what, what are some of your goals? And it's surprising. They, they don't know. They don't really have an answer. Mm -hmm. They hadn't really thought about it. They're just doing what they can to get through each day. And so even setting simple goals, um, yeah, I'm going to get up and I'm going to brush my teeth. You know, that could be something that that gets to be a habit then mm -hmm. as things that are that we do on a regular basis soon become habits. And it's that's the way to get it started is with a goal. Um, third one is to eliminate distractions. And if you if you take a look and think back over the last couple of days or a week, what are those things that are distracting you? Mm. Um, and how can you maybe do something to avoid that or eliminate that? If maybe it's just having a conversation with your spouse, your kids or your friends or whoever that, hey, this is my 10 minutes. I need this 10 minutes. This is a no contact, do not disturb zone yeah. and, and guard that. Um, so that's eliminate distractions that can even kind of play into the, the clutter and the, and the, the stuff right. that's yeah. messing with your brains. Um, number four is to analyze your, your time wasters. Everybody has something that they waste time doing. And it's amazing when you actually start to analyze it, how that can really turn things around for you. Mm. I realized at one point that um, video games on my phone were a huge distraction. You know, I thought, oh, I'll just do it for five minutes. And maybe 20 minutes later, I'm still playing this game. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, what? I just wasted all that time. I could have been so productive. I could have been doing this or doing that. Um, I know for a lot of people, it's the social media scroll. You know, right. you get on social media and, you know, you just want to kind of catch up a little bit. And then the next thing you know, an hour has gone by. Yeah. When TikTok came out, I was addicted to TikTok. I couldn't do a video for the life of me. I'm not that creative, but I loved watching everybody else's creativity, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So one good way you can um, to overcome some of that is to delegate because a lot of time our time wasters are only there because we're procrastinating because we have something else to do. And so if you're procrastinating and wasting time because you don't want to do something and you can delegate it to a family member or a friend or somebody else who loves to do it, you know, I, I help 
business leaders with that. If they don't like to write emails, then find someone who loves to write emails. If you don't like to, you know, edit videos, find someone who loves to edit videos and delegate some of that. And then you'll find those time wasters start going away. And then the last one is kind of a no brainer, but it's be efficient with your time and not just go through the motions, you know, when we can um, think about what times of the day are most productive for you. And if it's mornings, then schedule the things that you really need to get done in the mornings. Mm -hmm. And, or if it's in the middle of the afternoon, you know, don't be trying, if you're, if you're on a slump in the middle of the afternoon, don't use that to do all the stuff that really takes a lot of attention and focus. So sometimes it's just sitting back and figuring out what we need to do each day and figuring out our bodies, our, our own time, you know, issues and be efficient and be intentional. Yeah, that's good. I know for me, the evenings, I just about fall asleep anytime after eight o'clock. So I do not do anything after eight o'clock aside from reading and that kind of thing. Sure. Sure. The wind down. Activities. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So see, the, there you go. You know, when your times are, and I think right. we all do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just are pushing ourselves too hard and that doesn't help us supercharge our day. Right. So what are using some of these ideas as well, but what are some ways we can get into the Bible every day? How do you do it? Or how do you help others do that? Well, I love when I, well, I'll give you a couple and then I'll tell you a quick story. I would, I would set a timer or put it on my calendar. You know, at least if it's not, if it's not something you're doing automatically, do start, start that way. Um, Schedule it. Um, and find a Bible app on a phone. I have one I love, you know, just sort of gives me a a little boost of to kind of think and resonate on for the day Um, or find a a devotional that you're just really excited about. Um, Somebody that that does maybe videos, if that's what you like, or has books, you know, something that you're excited Mm -hmm. to listen to or to watch or to read each day. So those are a couple ideas. I know when I was, I was working with a coach um, back in the day, and I was struggling with, well, how do I get in the Bible? And that's when I was saying, I don't have enough time. Um, and she said, well, what is it that you love to do? How, how she made me answer the question. And this is what I would love your listeners to think about. Answer your own question. What is it that you love to do? And what would get you back into the Bible? Well, for me, it was journaling. I've since in high school, little kid, I've loved to write. And so I said, well, I love to journal. She's like, well, okay, why don't you pick a book of the Bible and just start journaling your reflections? Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly what I did. I took the book of Psalms because I thought, well, that's, that's a, I like that book. That sounds like a good place to start. That's yeah. a long book. It'll take me a while. Um, and sure enough, I, I set a time and each day I was so excited to get my notebook, read my verse, and then let God just sort of speak through me. And about 20 minutes later, boom, I was ready for my day. So I did that. I did have to set my alarm a little bit earlier to get that mm-hmm. done, but 
it became a habit. It became something I bounded out of bed for because I loved it. And I was starting to feel, um, I don't know, more in tune with what God wanted from me mm -hmm. and excited that I'd found something that was finally working for me. Yeah. That's a good idea. Also, when you were talking about journaling, I thought maybe you were going to mention like Bible journaling, you know, with the, the colored pencils and some people even paint on their Bible, you know, yeah, have you seen that? I have, and I love it. I'm a very color visual person. And so I've not done that myself. I have taken colored stickers mm -hmm. and put them in my Bible and like by theme, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, I think that that's a really good outlet for people who are more creative yeah. You know, and aren't sure if they just want to sit and read, you can kind of do both at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, that really, that really worked for me. Yeah, that's good. So why do you think so many people don't actually take the time? Because I mean, time's pretty much everybody's excuse for everything. And, and many times it's valid, but is there anything underneath that? Why we're not reading the Bible every day? I think the first thing that comes to mind is that they don't know where to start. That actually, you know, picking up the Bible is, is maybe a bit intimidating, mm -hmm. you know, um, maybe they've not had a good experience or they, they don't understand it. They don't feel like they understand it. Um, I, I think that's what holds a lot of people back. Um, you know, if, if they're serious and they want to make it a priority, that's, that's the other hurdle. They've got to want to make it a priority. Right. And sometimes if, if you haven't made that a priority in your life or a habit, you don't, you don't know the joy and the peace and all the things that, that flow from that. So yeah. it's a bit of an unknown. Right. And also I think that the benefits that we get from it, they're not as tangible as something else, you know, well, I could makes, you know, cook in the kitchen, or I could start working. And, you know, those are like, usually, you know, what you're going to get out of those things, but reading yeah. the Bible, it, what you get out of it is so much better, but it's nothing that you can necessarily show anybody, you know, aside from just your, your actions, you become a different person. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's a very personal thing. You, can, right. you don't just, I love the idea of going to the kitchen. I can bake a batch of cookies and then I've got cookies and everybody yeah. loves cookies. Right. But yeah, the Bible, that's just, that's going to build something inside you that, that nobody necessarily sees unless it's displayed, you know, how God displays it through you. Right. Yeah. So what you mentioned Psalms, are there any other um, books of the Bible or anything in a plan or anything that you recommend for people who aren't doing it daily? I think the Psalms is a great place. Um, you know, I'd love, I would love them to stop by my blog too, because I walk through different books of the Bible. I've been okay. through all of the new Testament. Um, and what that does is that will get you into a particular verse, you know, a series, and there's a clickable link right there. And then you read the Bible verse, you kind of reflect on it. And then I've got my own reflection there where I'm kind mm -hmm. of asking you questions to kind of get your creative juices flowing. And then it closes with a prayer. And I try to keep it short so that it could be consumable, you know, and busy people can feel like they've 
you know, gotten into the word of God. And that's particularly helpful if you have a particular book of the Bible you'd like to read. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for women, a lot of times we, we like to look at the Bible heroes like Ruth and Esther. And I think I've done, I've done both of those on the blog. So you just have to do a little search if you want to walk through that book. But the book of Psalms is so great because it's got a mixture of praise and it's got a mixture of prayer and a mixture of sadness. And Mm -hmm. it's all, it's just, it's just God's way of, you know, cleansing us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's good for um, new Testament. I've heard a lot of people recommend, I think the book of John starting there. Yes, I have heard that too. And I think I've even said that to folks, um, but we're actually walking through the book of John right now in our home church. And um, it's, there's some challenging stuff in there. And we've even commented to each other. Oh my gosh, why do we send people that are just getting started with the Bible <laughs> to the book of John? They, they, they probably are enjoying it, but there's some really deep stuff here um, that could really, you know, might frighten some folks, but it is, it does have a beautiful, you know, walking through Jesus life in a Mm -hmm. way that um, you can get to know him is, is so important. And the book of John does a great job of that. Well, all the gospels do, they all just come at it a little bit differently. That's right. Yep. So where can listeners find you? Um, I would say uh, my blog is a good place. Um, and that could start conversations from there, but they can find that at B, the word B hyphen still.org. One of my fi- favorite Bible verses is Psalm 46 10. Be still and know I am God. You know, yeah. we tend yeah. to be go, go, go. I've been a go, go, go person my whole life. And um, we need to stop. And we need to be still and we need to be listening for God because he's talking. He's going to give us the lessons and the the wisdom that we need. But sometimes we're just so busy, we don't hear him. And that's why I wanted to name my blog something that reminded me to be still. Um, And I put the hyphen in there, I think, because be still.org was not available, but Mm. be hyphen still was. So and that's the be hyphen still.org. Great. I'll put the link for that in the show notes. And also you have a book, right? Devotions on the go. I do. It's actually a book series. Um, There are eight books currently in the series, but they're all taken from the blog, a little bit edited. My husband has been editing those. So they're all biblically correct. (laughs) We were just working through Acts last night. He's editing that one right now, but there's eight volumes out there currently, and those are all on Amazon. So there's a link from my blog to my author page. So if anybody wants to check those out, that's the best place to go. Great. Thank you so much. You bet, Jen. If you're a single parent, I invite you to check out my free ebook, Parenting Alone with Confidence. You can find it on graceforsingleparents.com and it'll be in the show notes. Thanks for listening.